Um, so let's talk about death. Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, when you well, kick- it's going to happen to everybody. Well, so right when you kick the bucket, nobody's undefeated. Say when you kick the bucket, your medical debt doesn't necessarily get buried with you. Um, oh, Deb. <laughs> well, what do you want me to say? Like, let me just rip the bandaid off. This. The, this story is actually going to end very well. KSL 5 Television's Matt Gephardt ran into the studio to help walk us through what he found out because it's actually going to be some relief for the surviving spouse who can often get stuck with the medical debt. They were able to revive him, but he was brain dead. You may remember Luanda Davis. After her husband died, she got a bill from the hospital for 78000 bucks. Not her late husband's estate, mind you. The bill was transferred into her name. You would do anything to get another day with your spouse. It was the same story for Keith Ziprich, who's been fighting a bill from a debt collector ever since his wife passed away. She died penniless, so they are coming after him. I was trying to grieve the loss of my husband. This is this is a tough one, right? When your loved one is in the hospital, fighting for their life, they pass away. What do you do with that medical debt that was accrued? And Matt Gephardt, who joins us right now, it sounds like that bell gets passed on to the loved ones. It can. can. Uh, In in Utah, the law is written in a way. This is a law that used to be the law of the land in the whole country. It dates back to the 1600s before women were allowed to have debt, right? It was all families. Everything was family debt. Now, most debts are not considered to be family debt. Housing is family debt, but if you know you rack up a bunch of of money on your credit card or whatever, uh, they can come after your estate, right? I mean, just because you racked up debt before you died doesn't mean the people who did the work or provided you the goods or services don't deserve to get paid, right? So they can come after your estate, but once that's gone, most laws and and most states in the in the country have have said we're we're not going to let the creditor go after another person who didn't accrue this debt. The debt dies with the person mm. who died. That is not the case for medical debt. So what happens when somebody dies in the state of Utah, hospitals, doctors, clinics have the ability to go after, obviously, the estate of the person who passed away. Okay. And if that doesn't happen, they can go after the surviving spouse. And we're not talking about uh, you know, just, hey, can you pay, please? Or what, you know, it's, it's, They literally transfer the debt into their name. So medical bankruptcy, which is the number one cause of bankruptcy in the country, can not only impact the person who was sick, but can impersonate the, the person who had the unfortunate luck of loving them and marrying them. During their lifetime. And caring for them yep. um, in their final days. Yep. So there's a Utah lawmaker who's currently working to try to change this. We don't, it doesn't appear that I mean, we were just hours away from the, the last final minutes of the 2023 session. Nothing will happen with this in this session, but perhaps down the road. Stephanie Pitcher is her name. She's a state senator. She introduced a bill that basically would change the classification from a family expense for when it comes to medical debt. So in other words, it would be the same rules that follow most kinds of debts in the country. Uh, it, it A bill was marked up. It made it to a committee hearing. Um, it faced strong opposition from certain people in the medical community who argue, especially hmm. small clinics, don't really have the ability to just absorb this yeah. debt. Um, you know, if somebody gets sick in Vernal and, and, you know, they're getting thousands and thousands of dollars worth of oncology bills, they don't necessarily have the ability to just absorb that. And so um, it was clear, uh, Ms. Pitchers told, told us she was clear they didn't have the votes this time. So, uh, they're going to study it, and she she plans to bring it back next session um, and try to get Utah in line with c- 
kind of what is becoming a, a, the trend of the rest of the country state saying, let's not do it this way. Well, and this is this is really a, a situation where I see both sides very, very clearly, because, uh, again, when you're talking about end of life care, it can cost, as you said, thousands, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Those nurses, the oncologists, the doctors, the specialists, they're all doing their job. How do you just say, well, because they passed away, which is ultimately inevitable, you you can't get paid? Yes. I mean, obviously, and people do – when you do work and services, you, there is a payment. There's a certain absorption of cost that is done by society, right, when when it comes to the thing. So, Dave, if you were to expire, your spouse would could, could – accrue that debt. Right. Uh, it could be, and it, so it could ruin you financially and it could ruin your spouse financially. Yeah. But that would be where it dies, right, at, at that point, at which point society, which already does absorb a lot of medical debt, one of the reasons we have huge medical bills in this country. So, it's, so people who are married and their spouse dies are the ones who get penalized. But if that person is single when they die, they go after the estate and that's it. So that's Correct. odd to me. So this argument, like they deserve to get paid. Yeah, but I mean, if you, if a single person comes into the hospital and they accrue all kinds of oncology bills and other, they've got nowhere to go anyway. So why is it? It's like a marriage penalty. Well, that's almost exactly what it is. I spoke to a professor, a law professor at the University of Utah for a story I did on this several months ago um, when it happened to a person. And he basically, it, it, he, you know, it, taking all religious aspect out of it, the best thing you can do financially if you're spouse is terminally ill is divorce them. I mean, how awful does that sound, right? Matt! Right? How awful does that sound? But that is financially the solution to this is to not only divorce them but actually move out because there's still common law marriage if you're staying within the house to care for this person. The best thing you can do if somebody gets terminally ill financially is leave them. So you have irreconcilable differences um, and then separate out all of the the assets or, you know, divvy them up and then move in with your kid or something Senator like Pitcher that. would argue there's a better way. Many states in this country have argued there's a better way. And that is for the debt to go with the person who accrued the debt and then after that for society to, to absorb it. And I would like to mention m- many hospitals in the state of Utah, University of Utah comes to mind, have actual policies on their books. University of Utah Health. Oh, okay. They don't do this, right? If, if they, they say, right? They, they have the, the law allows them to do this, um, but they – are big enough that they say, no, 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 we're, we don't think this is a good policy. We're not going to hmm. do it. Do insurance companies, what role do they play? Because a lot of times they'll pick up you know, a huge portion of these mm-hmm. these costs. What, what role do they play? I mean, it's like any time insurance is involved, they don't- They pay their portion- they don't get the Super Bowl commercials because they're saving, you know, because they're they're spending money hand over fist always. Yeah. So um, they're, you know, they they pay what they have to. Sometimes, sometimes you have to fight to get them to pay what they have to. Uh, but there are often, especially when you're talking about somebody who's really sick and an ongoing illness. I mean, every time you go to, I think my, I've got middle of the rung healthcare here at KSL, and I think every time I go to a specialist, it costs me a hundred bucks. If I'm seeing seven specialists a week, I'm broke. Matt, this is this is fascinating. Yeah. Uh, I, I hadn't thought about this. Uh, I guess that's probably part of the problem. Is it's something that's uncomfortable? We mm-hmm. don't want to think about it. We don't want to address it. So it just kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, we don't sit around all day long thinking about death. 
Um, so, but that's why we have but, Matt. Matt, but, but Matt, Matt, <laughs> Matt take us down the dark recesses of your mind. Exactly. <laughs> awesome report. Thanks for bringing this to light. Uh, it gives us something to think about and prepare for. I'm also curious to know where this goes on Capitol Hill because, like I said, I look at this. And I'm like, if you're single, you don't. Nobody gets penalized for with your medical bills. But if you're married, the surviving spouse gets gets penalized, potentially getting saddled with a big, 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 massive medical bill. Senator Pitcher thinks there's a better way. She'll, she says she'll do something next. It didn't get out of committee this session. She says she'll try again next session. How much resistance did it meet? The medical quite community, quite a bit. The the not you know There were only a couple of lobbyists who spoke up, but they are powerful lobbyists. Well, now that we've spoken about death, I want to talk about divorce next. Hey! <laughs> Holy smokes. That's a good Thursday. Friday <laughs> Eve, baby. It's like, I've got all of the D's lined up. <laughs> all right, straight ahead, Matt Gephardt. As always, thanks so much. You can thanks, see yes. his full report on ksltv.com, which is KSL Television's website. It's where all their stories land, and you can also watch their newscasts as well. So since 1970, the marriage rate in the United States has declined. Oh, it has declined a ton. And some of that is because more and more women are declaring themselves, you know, separated or divorced. Uh, But there's a lot more to this story. We're going to have a family chat about it straight ahead. More death, debt, and divorce on the Dave and Duchanovic show. It's just a bright, shiny, sunny day. You're welcome.